0: Come plan your dream wedding all in one day at the 17th annual Newport Bridal Show on March 3rd. Meet with more than 80 top wedding professionals at two of Newport's most romantic venues, Rosecliff and Oceancliff Mansions. Visit NewportBridalShow.net to buy your ticket today. It's high noon on Wednesday. Time for another episode of Life with Gwen. Thanks for joining us today. And I have a favor to ask you guys. I know... We have some regulars out there. Everyone has been saying they really enjoy Curious Cape Cod, but we need your questions to keep that going. It has very little to do with this show, but we would like to know what you want to know so that we can go and explore and we can call you and have you involved as well. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about the Cape Cod times. Now, today we are here to talk about Super Bowl Sunday and the great party that you are going to throw. So let's get a sense of the crowd out there. If you are having a Super Bowl party or if you are uh, going to one, let's get some likes or, you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, let's get something floating across the screen so we can hear all about who's going to a party and who's having one. In the meantime, let me introduce today's guest. Hello there, Chef. How you doing? Great, great. We're going to have a ball today and uh, because we have food and we have a game that everybody is excited about. I suspect mostly Patriots uh, fans, but we may have Absolutely. some Rams fans <laughs> as well. And uh, today we're here to talk a little bit with, the, with, the, um, with Kevin Violet, the executive chef at the 10-pen eatery. And uh, you, of course, deal in lots and lots of appetizers. And uh, and because this is a place where people come to have fun, to bowl, to uh, to watch TV on TVs that are almost big enough to be life sized. And there's an arcade and and uh, so many things going on. But you're putting out a lot of appetizers. And when we visited on Monday, you told me that this appetizer here, you can reach it better than me. Let's hold it up towards the camera a little. Uh, This appetizer here is your is this the favorite one?
1: Yep, this is our number one seller. This is our uh, boneless buffalo wings. Um, We have it in uh, three different sauces on the menu. You can do a Parmesan garlic, uh, Chipotle barbecue, or you can do the classic uh, buffalo sauce.
0: Great. And um, what we'd like to do is, like, say I'm going to make this for my home party. Yep. Um, Can you give me some idea of about how many uh, of the, um, the tenders I should plan on per person. And, um, maybe, uh, th- I think that when we were talking for the story that's in today's paper, um, which you guys can catch if you, so you don't have to jot down the recipes as we talk. Um, you were saying that you use a particular kind of chicken for those tenders.
1: Yeah, we use a, uh, chicken tenderloin. It's uh, a little more tender. Uh, every, um, Tenderloins the same size, so it uh, cooks evenly and it works out really well. I mean, you can at home. You can also uh, you can grill it, you can pan fry it. Um, you always don't have to deep fry it. You can do uh, several different ways to. Uh, I think
0: to cook. that's a great option because some I don't have a deep fryer at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could pull it off, you know, uh, with a deep pan, but yeah. you want to be careful when you are deep frying. Everyone, we do not want to be coming to cover your kitchen fire. Um, Unless you have one. You know what I forgot to ask you about is, have you ever used an air fryer?
1: No, I haven't. But I know they're getting real popular.
0: Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure. Um, it might work because you mm-hmm. could do the breading. And uh, Chef says that he uses a breading that has some cornmeal in it. About half and half, that combination?
1: Yeah. Half uh, flour and half a little bit of cornmeal. And if you can boost up your, your spice by adding a little Cajun spice to the, uh, to the flour. So once spicy.
0: the tenderloin is, is coated, what you can do is uh, put it in either your air fryer or your, uh, you know, saute pan or your grill. Yep. And uh, then the, the sauce, of course, is last after it comes off.
1: Yeah. Right before you're going to eat it, you should uh, toss it in the sauce mm-hmm. last minute.
0: And I have to tell you, the cornmeal really makes a difference because I tried one when we met on Monday and it has a different bite. It's it's um uh, uh, I'm trying to think of, of the right word it, it has it has more body to it You yep. know
1: a little crunch and a little uh, yep gives a and it holds the sauce a little it coats the uh, Chicken line coats better with the breading on it.
0: hmm and I uh, This really literally would take you probably less than 20 minutes to put this recipe together
1: yep. about 20 minutes
0: so do you think like uh three tenders per person or two? Yeah, I would
1: I would go I would think four or five. It depends how much other food you're serving at right. the party.
0: And if the game gets tense, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> you have to be eating chicken yeah. um like but bo- buffalo. Four or five yeah. would be good. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
0: Okay. Your friends are big eaters, but uh, yep. it might be at a game, yep. you know. Exactly. So, um now one of the other things that's good about uh, um serving the chicken tenders or some of the other things we're going to show you here is that they're one or two bites. So they're easy to handle by people who are sitting at the couch or uh, around the room, um, you know, just watching the game primarily.
1: And they heat really quick as well.
0: Okay. So uh, tell me about the heat reheating if you have to do that. Well,
1: I mean, a couple other things that we brought are uh, flatbreads. Mm -hmm. And these can be made ahead of time. This is a tailgaters flatbread that has sausage, peppers, and onions. And you can make this ahead of time and uh, heat it up and wh- wh- on like the oven, oven, or you can grill it.
0: Okay. And, uh, yeah, I think you said um, about uh, 400 degrees yep. until the cheese melts. Yeah, basically exactly. what you're looking really at. Really quick. Because everything's different. cooked before it goes on there. Absolutely, yep. And you had a secret um, on the buffalo chicken one about the sauce. So let's talk about that a little.
1: Yeah, for, um, you know, to spice it up a little bit, you can uh, – What I like to do is use for a base is half of your buffalo sauce, whatever sauce you like to use, and mix it with uh, blue cheese dressing. So you use that as the sauce base. Then you you make your buffalo chicken whatever way you want. You can grill it. You can fry it and top it with blue cheese crumbles and fresh mozzarella. And it heats up really quick. Everything's already cooked, so it's uh, nice and easy to bring for a Super Bowl party
0: and you can cut that in even smaller pieces than this if you want so that you yep. have literally you know handheld yep. bite-sized,
1: uh, one or two bites you know yeah. would be great i have i think i cut this one in five pieces so you can mm-hmm. easily do 10 10 or 12
0: you know it's interesting with the flatbread um it's sort of reminiscent of pizza, which I, I believe is is the most uh, has been in the past anyway the most popular uh, day of the year for pizza orders. Yep. reminiscent of pizza, but it has a little more heft to it. It's more like a meal, don't you think?
1: Yeah, it's a little thicker, crunchier, and it's just uh, just easy to uh, to prepare. Very simple, simple and good.
0: It it is. Yep. I I know. Um, Now, I want to stop for a moment and remind you, anyone who's watching, that if you have a question, our goal here is to take the skills of a professional chef and uh, make at least a dozen of them workable to help you with your party. Um, Or maybe you have a a suggestion about... uh, something that you've been doing for years that, you know, maybe even something that's, a, uh, you know, your good luck charm. So please write in, uh, just type it in on Facebook live and those questions will answer them right now. It's uh, not often that, that um, we get uh, a chef to come out of the kitchen <laughs> and into the studio. So um, make, uh, take advantage because we can answer those questions now um, or we'd love to hear what, uh, what you have to say about how you give your parties. Now, we had talked a little bit about the idea that uh, you could also do something very traditional to the area, like, uh, like clam chowder, but not big bowls with spoons and crackers and all that. I think you said uh, shooters.
1: Yep. Yeah, you can do a little mini versions of uh, clam chowder, and uh, you can do it in a little shot glass. You can do uh, little spoons, something different for your uh, Super Bowl party can even do different different types of soup you can do uh lobster bisque or any of your favorites
0: so we have a, a question let's see from ken rose food looks awesome kevin you're one of the best executive chefs out there do you know ken rose
1: yeah and he's he's one of the best pastry chefs out. oh yep.
0: well, thank yep. you ken we'll have to get you to come in with cakes someday oh yeah and uh is he here on the cape
1: yeah yeah he, he's on the cape yep. yeah
0: We, uh, the show tends to work together for
1: years, years ago. Ah.
0: So he's familiar. He's probably had some of these dishes.
1: Yeah, I think he has definitely the, uh, the bonus Buffalo wings.
0: It's, uh, now, Super Bowl, obviously, you know, it gets busy, you know, especially if you're having a big crowd Mm -hmm. and there's all these things going on at once and and most of the crowd is really not helping you. They're they're watching the game. So um, talk to me a little bit um, about some of the things that uh, you can do to to sort of make it easier on yourself um, with these dishes or others because we know that you have a big selection and we know that people out there have their own recipes as Mm -hmm. well.
1: I mean, anything you can make ahead of time is is the way to go. If anything you can prep the day before, that way you can enjoy the game. Um, that's that's huge. Like a lot of these things can be prepared ahead of time and just finished at the party that you're going to. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely the way to go. And also uh, think about how you're going to serve your items. How you're going to serve the buffalo wings. So bring extra plates. You know, whatever way, whatever dish you create, make sure you bring. Uh, a dish to, uh, to serve it on. It's, it's, and
0: and the small dishes, too, because, yeah. you, you know, if you're going to a party, it's really considerate, and, and they will, the host will love it if you kind of arrive contained. If you are going to need a, um, like an oven or something, you should call ahead and make sure one will Absolutely. be available. So it, uh, the other suggestion that, uh, that the chef had for a party at your home is that You, yes, obviously everybody's gonna bring a six. But the idea that, uh, if you're not a big beer drinker or if you just want something that's all yours and, and bespoke, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, you can create a signature cocktail that you'll serve along with whoever's drinking beer, uh, that people, you know, some people really prefer something else. And I was surprised because when we asked you about doing it, you actually, um, came up with something that combines love of beer and, and, uh, and some other ingredients. Yeah,
1: Actually, um, Chris, our Chris Chili, our bar bar manager, manager came up with it. And, oh, good. Uh, I didn't and know that. kind of worked on it. Yeah. Together. Yeah. He actually came up with it. And um, yeah, it's basically it's a beer mimosa that has um, blue moon, Prosecco, Contro, orange juice, and um, yeah, something a little different, something fun, something mm-hmm. you can bring. Instead of bringing a dish, you could bring a signature cocktail. You know my uh, friend Ken Rose would would definitely be going going for that. So
0: it's nice, and and it sort of um, gives your your party uh, a little bit of an identity. Just like if there's something you serve every year, that would do the same. Um, you said one time that in terms of tell me the story about the couple who was getting married, and when you were talking with them.
1: Oh, um, yeah, we did a wedding years ago, and. Um, uh, you know, they 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 wanted to incorporate one of their favorite dishes into their wedding, and um, their favorite thing they ate on Sundays was uh, grilled cheese with tomato soup. So we incorporated that into the wedding, and we passed uh, little mini grilled cheeses with a little fresh tomato soup, with little garnishes on it, and everything. And uh, so they were able to have something for their wedding. That
0: was reflective yeah. of uh, who they yeah. uh, are and, and what yeah. they like. And uh, you also said that the other thing you do if you're making a, a signature dish like that is you may want to take it up a notch. Like, you know, you I think you said you used a, a two-year-old cheddar, you know, really nice yeah. cheese.
1: Yeah, you can use all, you know, just even blue cheese. You can buy a really nice local blue, blue cheese to, uh, to jazz it up. The flavor is great, and it just will, you know, your guests will be like, wow, what? That's not the ordinary blue cheese. The flavor is amazing. And it'll just change the whole profile of the dish. So.
0: Which kind of opens another area. Um, the chef was kind enough to share his recipe for a homemade um, blue cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. And, you know, buffalo, chicken, and blue cheese, we see them together all the time, usually with carrots and celery, which I haven't yeah. quite figured out why. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but because those flavors go so well together, when you go that extra step, it, it probably takes, you know, Four or five minutes, and mix up your your homemade uh, blue cheese sauce. You're going to get to a different place. First of all, you're not going to have a, a sauce, um, a dressing that has a lot of uh, additives in it. But it's also g- going to um, have whatever ingredients you choose. Yeah. So the recipe is in today's paper. Very simple to do.
1: Yep, very easy.
0: Last about three days, so you yep. know you do have to use it up that day. But uh, Tell me a little bit, and I should have confessed at the beginning, I spent my entire life watching football this way, with my, with my husband saying, come quick, this is a great play, you have to see this. So, never really actually seen an entire game, but I have done a fair amount of of parties because mm-hmm. that was more my area worked out very well um so tell me a little bit about your relationship with with uh football and super bowl and growing up you know did your family have a party uh yeah
1: we always we always had a great super bowl super bowl party you know back when i grew up in the 80s the patriots weren't too popular but we always got together with some friends and um had a super bowl party and uh you know it was I think over the years it's definitely uh, been kicked up a lot more, kicked up a notch every year. And
0: uh, well, they're winning.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Makes you want to party a year. lot more when your yeah. team's
0: in it. Yeah.
1: So now I have my kids that have two girls, so they they get involved in it and they uh, they help create the dishes and kind of plan out a menu for the day. So I it's think a lot you said
0: they're they're uh, big cooks. What uh, what are the names again?
1: Addison and uh, Chloe. Yep. So they like to get their hands. Uh, Right in the middle of it and uh, mix up stuff, and, and uh, so they always incorporate some of their favorite stuff as well for the for the party.
0: So, and since they love to cook and and are yeah. willing to try new things, one of these days, if it hasn't happened already, um, they're going to make something that'll end up on the restaurant's menu. Oh yeah, yep. Has it yeah. happened yet?
1: Yeah, for I mean my, uh, my my older one has a really good palate. She she really likes you know seafood, salmon, all the stuff that uh, normal kids. Pretty much don't like, but she's she loves to try different food and everything, and really into seafood and and. Uh, but my little one, she's eight. Chloe, she's more into the chicken fingers and mozzarella sticks. Basically. Chicken fingers.
0: I'm not sure you ever outgrow them. No, no. Nope. So, it uh, is your wife into cooking also? Uh,
1: no, no, she doesn't cook. Oh, no, okay.
0: No. <laughs> so, well, if three other no. people are doing it, that yeah, that yeah. works out so, pretty yeah. well.
1: No, she she doesn't like cooking.
0: I, um, (laughs) it's funny. Uh, my late husband was, was a great cook, but he never cooked. And I said, I don't really mind, but why is that? And he said, because with your job, when you come home, it looks like it came from a restaurant, you know, Mm -hmm. which I think is true. Presentation is such a big deal when you're trying to fancy up your party.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. You know, having a, a different plate, something, you know, you can make anything, but you serve it on a nice, nice bowl or a nice platter. It just, uh, just makes everything look so much nicer.
0: And it makes it look professional. And, exactly. Yep. So that's why I had to cook all the time. Because mm-hmm. you guys taught me how yeah. to make food look professional all the time. Is there, um, are there uh, any requests that you've had at the, uh, at the restaurant at Tenpen Eatery to, um, you know, for, for snack foods? Well, it's not really. It's more than a snack. But for appetizer foods um, that have been unusual that have gotten you thinking in a new direction. Like vegetarian? Well, I, I
1: mean, at, at Ten Pen there's a lot of sharing. People are bowling and, and uh, a lot of stuff going on. So we're, we're trying to do a lot more sampler platters, sample mm-hmm. platters with, with three or four different things. And uh, we just added one to the menu that we're going to be starting pretty soon. It um, has potato skins and all the basic, basic mm-hmm. stuff, wings, and um, uh, a little bit of everything. So it's uh, great for sharing.
0: That sounds good. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> you know, every now and then my producer just tells me what to do. Okay, Patty. She said, talk about serving one or two things at a time. She gets to say this because she edited today's story. Um, but, uh, we did talk about that. You know, most people, you go to a party and everything's put out in a buffet, which is fine. But you know, if you put all of each dish and everything out at once starts to get cold. Starts to yeah. get gets overwhelmed. Dried out. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about you. Almost do it by courses when you do. Yeah. Your... I
1: mean, you can kind of break it up between quarters, and uh, you know, the pregame is great to put out a few items, but it's nice to kind of spread it out throughout the game. You know, put a you know have a little food going throughout the event, and maybe during halftime, put out the majority of it.
0: The heavier stuff. The heavier stuff. Chili, yeah. You know. Yeah. Things that you need to have uh, two hands for.
1: Yeah, then hopefully if it's a uh, blowout, people will start heading home during <laughs> halftime and uh, watching on, on their own TV. So,
0: so well, that could be a mistake because as a non-football mm-hmm. watcher. Um, I actually happened to turn the game, the last game on at the fourth quarter and, uh, the other team scored twice. So I, I thought maybe I should turn the TV off because I love all these Patriot fans, you know? Um, but when it went into overtime, that was so exciting. That, it's a great game. Yeah, and the look on on Brady's face and the fact that the veterans, he and, and uh, Gronk and Edelman, you know, I mean, sorry for cheering for the veterans. I'm sure the new guys are going to do great things, too. But um, those are the names I was familiar with. Mm-hmm. And that look on his face, I know that look. That's a deadline look, you know. Finish this in five minutes or less. You
1: know. Three three Super Bowls in a row, so that's, that's right. uh, pretty fantastic. It's like what a my, cleanup that was. It's like my kids don't they they think the Patriots are in the Super Bowl every year. They don't they don't know what it's like not having the Patriots in there.
0: Well, that must be a lot of pressure on the players, you oh, know. Yeah. But uh, but uh, they could uh, certainly um, in, enjoy uh, the party food after. Mm-hmm. I think during the season they they're uh, pretty strict, most of them. Oh yeah. So we had the, um, the owner of Davio's in, and he was talking about, uh, uh, because, you know, they have a place right at, at uh, Gillette, and he was talking about uh, how the players eat pretty reasonably during the season, and then we'll have a little something more afterwards, yeah. you know. So um, tell me a little bit about uh, learning to cook, about where and how this all became a part of your life.
1: Well, I actually went to, uh, I did a short year at Cape Guard Tech. I did one year because uh, I grew up in Plymouth and they were opening up a, uh, a tech school and it wasn't ready. So I got fortunate enough to, uh, to come down to the Cape and I went to Cape Guard Tech and uh, I did one year there with some great instructors, some great chefs. And um, the following year, I went to uh, Plymouth, brand new school, brand new tech school. Again, some really good chefs. I don't think they're not there anymore, but one of them was the um, executive pastry chef at the Omni Parker House. Another one's an instructor at Johnson Wales now. So it was a really good team that opened up that program. There's actually uh, uh, a few people that I I went to school with in Plymouth that own their own restaurants now. Mm -hmm. One of them's on the the Food Network every now and then. So it was a pretty good group of uh, uh, cooks and chefs that came out of that program.
0: It is amazing, uh, both the Upper Cape Tech School and and the one in, in Plymouth. Yeah. Um, they also have restaurants that are open to the public. And I shouldn't be telling everybody this because I did mean to make a reservation. That makes for a nice time uh, if you're out. They have beautiful dining rooms where the uh, students are training, but they're being watched over by professional chefs, and and the food is usually very good. And the Lower Cape School, too, let's not forget them. Um, what about Super Bowl desserts I'm hearing what what do you think for Super Bowl desserts
1: ah, that's a good question you know um, that's a real good question I mean again something easy something um, you know something that's easy to uh, prepare have ready you know, um, I don't know that's a that's a tough one probably uh, you know cookies brownies anything like that would be great. Um, yeah, I mean.
0: So, if I was throwing a Super Bowl party, not that I have the training you yeah. do, but I would like make one big blowout dessert in case they win.
1: Yeah, and then everybody could have it
0: at the end, you yeah. know. So, and if they lose, just take your cookies and go home.
1: I mean, a nice, know? nice, fun Super Bowl cake would be great. Football cake, you know, yeah. or whatever. Only if they win. Yeah, know? exactly. That's when you exactly. get the
0: chocolate mousse and stuff. You know, I think it, everyone's
1: uh, uh, tend to go for the food and their stuff. By the time dessert comes
0: that's right and uh and you know i i can't imagine they'd want to celebrate with a big blow, blowout dessert mm-hmm. if um if things are looking bad now that they will be here look i'm knocking on wood nobody blame me for this and i'll also do my mother-in-law's um uh ward off the evil eye thing which is like poo poo kanahara so that doesn't mean that anything bad is going to happen mm-hmm. and it should be a good game
1: yeah it's gonna be great
0: yeah, it's going to be a lot, yeah. lot less expensive to throw a party than it would be to be at that party. Oh, absolutely! I understand that hotel rooms are going for twenty five hundred per person per night. Seven thousand so. a ticket. oh uh, yeah, it. Uh, I guess it's worth it, but uh, boy, that's. Uh... Now speaking of tickets, you have a story about your dad and tickets, back in the eighties.
1: Oh yeah, he. Um, my dad used to work for uh, Ford in the mid eighties and. Uh, the old stadium because uh, the games never sold out at the old stadium, so we would uh, we would have uh, Rodman Ford used to have um, like ticket giveaways. If you sold so many cars, they would you could go up to Rodman Ford, park there, and they give you tickets to the game. Ah. They have a tent going on and stuff. So
0: so you have been to a lot of live games. Yeah,
1: a lot of live games, especially back then when it was uh, they weren't great. I used to go to a lot of those games. <laughs> now it's a little. They tough were to get developing, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Yes, it certainly is a little tough to get tickets now. I know that much about football. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, I know that that we're talking about snack foods, bite-sized foods today. But, um, you know, if you were doing a a dinner party that was a more traditional one, what are some of the dishes that are are doing well at the restaurant? Because you don't just do apps, you know, right?
1: Yeah, no, we we have a pretty – it's a uh, pretty wide menu, you know. It is a little something for everyone. Um, I mean, we sell and a lot of steak tips. And yeah, all we that. sell. Um, I mean, we sell all the basics and everything. But we even have some fun things. We do a nice uh, tuna poke salad that sells really well. It's one of our top sellers. And um,
0: just a regular salad, or is it?
1: Yeah, the- it's um, it's Ahi tuna diced up, and we mm-hmm. make a poke marinade for it. And it's uh, served with avocado and stuff. And that's a it's a really popular. That salad. sounds great. You know, we try to do a lot of different specials. Uh, we incorporate um, into some classic stuff. You know, beef stroganoff, and you know, wow. we 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 you don't expect to go well. to the arcade no. and
0: get beef stroganoff. And it,
1: yeah, and we sell a lot of different things. And what uh, um, else sells? Yeah, uh, it's um, um, state okay. tips burgers. Yeah. Fish and it's, chips. Fish and chips is a popular Oh, one.
0: always popular yeah. here. We got a couple of questions, and we got the five-minute warning. So um, from Kimberly White, she would like to know, she's getting ready for her party. We'll be by, by Kimberly. Just let us know where it is. Uh, what can she prepare a day or two ahead?
1: Any of these. Flatbreads are great. You could you could uh, prep those ahead they of time. They don't
0: get soggy at all.
1: No, oh, you can prep all the ingredients, have them aside, then you mm-hmm. can just top it the night yeah. before. You know, okay. Those those are great.
0: Um uh, where do you where your flatbread was very good? Where do you uh get the flatbreads? Is there a particular brand that you recommend?
1: Um well we buy them from uh, I get them from Cisco Foods. Mm-hmm.
0: And um So you probably you'd probably have to buy like fifty or five hundred. Yeah, 500. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But Whole Foods has some great ones. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's, you can get thin ones, you can get um you know, uh, there's some great gluten-free ones available, too, if you want to go that option, too. That sounds good. Yeah.
0: And uh, I um, I also like naan, although I yeah, don't know real that it would hold up to this yeah. much weight, you mm-hmm. know, this much. Uh, but, you know, naan with a little uh, toasted with a little bit of butter and cinnamon yeah, sugar. It's great. It's a really good combination. But
1: uh, I mean, the- You also can grab your own. You can get your own dough or make your own dough and, uh, and um, you know, pan fry it and, you um, saute it or grill it off ahead of time. And we could. could you know, if you wanted to, you can buy the dough already made and and do it that way. But the easiest thing is just to buy it, so.
0: Well, it um, there are, and you know, we did talk, if you, uh, Kimberly, if you see today's paper, we also talked about uh, a few other deser- um, uh, appetizer kinds of dishes. One of the favorites at my house are scallops wrapped in bacon. And uh, I always had a trouble with getting the bacon to get crisp enough. Before the without overcooking the scallops, you know. So um, there's a recipe that Chef shared uh, that adds teriyaki glaze at the end, so we can crisp up that bacon more quickly. And comb- you know, comb- yeah, and it kind of closes up nice. it yep. up, so it's not falling out of the exactly. bacon. it gives yeah. a
1: nice little different different uh, flavor to it, flavor aspect to it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And I loved your story about how you uh, you make a little rub for it with olive oil, salt yeah, and you pepper. Yeah, just season up
1: the uh, olive, uh, scallops with little olive oil, salt and pepper, a little panko breadcrumb. Right. You know, you yeah, can even it's add a nice little Cajun texture. spice to it to give a little zest to it, and mm. uh, it's nice.
0: So that's why food tastes different at the restaurant than it does at home. It's those little things that that uh that mm-hmm. you do, you know, those little tips. And we so appreciate your sharing those with us. And I know you told me you went to the CIA, which I'm assuming is the Culinary Institute yep. of America and not the spy guys. <laughs> um and did you go in Hyde Park or did you go in California? Hyde Park. Yeah. Hyde Park. Beautiful area yes so absolutely when you go to cooperstown make sure you take time for the breakfast places up there because they're all being run by uh cia students or graduates and it will be an amazing breakfast Uh, i had kind of forgotten we were in that area last time we traveled but so everybody go out have a great time at the big game whether you're going to one or um or simply uh you know having one yourself Uh, Don't be nervous because the whole idea is to have fun. Thanks so much for joining us, and thank you so much, Chef, for coming.
1: Thank you for having me. And
0: cooking all this beautiful food (laughs) for us to show off. And we will see you all next week.